The Marching Roundtable is proud to be an official media partner of Drum Corps International. You now have the opportunity to learn from the most successful designer the marching arts has ever seen. Scott Chandler, design advice from Forward March, is now available at marchingartseducation.com. The course is over five hours of great information, and those taking it will get practical, actionable advice they can use right away with their group and in their career. I think one of the things about the activities are really important, too, is you're having to reflect on some of the discussions, some of the video work, some of the conversations, some of the podcasts. Reflect on that and then put some application to yourself. Like, how are you going to apply this information? How can you apply this information? That's the most important thing. It's not just thinking about it or knowing about it. It's really the doing. Does it make sense to you to do something with your own band, with your own group, with your own guard? I mean, that, I think, is so incredible, too. Scott Chandler, Design Advice from Forward March on the Marching Roundtable. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Marching Roundtable podcast. This is Tim Hinton. So always so happy to talk to Dr. Mary White. Mary, how are you? I'm so good. Every time you say that, Tim, I just like, who's that? But then I remember it's me, and I, I just... I'm not a big title person, so you could just call me Mary White if you want. Well, I'll call you Mary from here on out, but I like to say Dr. White when we get started, and it's been a while now. You should get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, we're we're here to talk about the new course, Scott Chandler, Design Advice from Forward March. I am very excited about this. You know, I wanted to say, when you and I start, we we were two of the people that started the podcast. Now, gosh, Mary, it's been eight years, believe it or not. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, but you know, when we started, the whole concept of why we started was like, we want to try to help people do better because we we were so frustrated. We would have these discussions about we're watching these shows and we would sit there and we would think if they just knew a couple of key things, everything could transform for them and their Mm -hmm. career and for their students. And so we started the Marching Around Tables. It's been wonderful. We've had so many wonderful people talk to us. It's the same concept behind the new site I started, Marching Arts Education, where there are webinars that you can watch live and there's videos and coursework. And so the idea is to get people the information they need to do better. And I think it's helping. Yeah, it's amazing, Tim. I hear, you know, we've we've already talked at, at the 700th podcast, but I hear from so many people via email, Facebook, Messenger, whatever, about the impact. And when I go out and see people, there is definitely a degree of impact that can be felt. It's it's wonderful, Tim. Right. So the thing that we're talking about today, Scott Chandler's course that we have done, is maybe one of the things I'm most proud of total, because I feel like the information in it is so powerful, so helpful. Um, and you should be, Tim. You should be so <laughs> incredibly proud of this. As my father used to say, it's chuckle buckle full. I don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> well, I always say it's chock full of great ideas. So that's maybe in the wheelhouse of that. Um, I do want to mention that we're very thankful. The presenting sponsor of the course is FJM Incorporated. Um, at fjminc.com. And of course, Scott is one of their designers there, does such wonderful work. And everybody knows Fred J. Miller and how great the work they do is. So it's been really interesting. Um, why Scott Chandler? People may be wondering why. We, I mean, it seems so obvious, but anybody that knows anything about Scott would, well, why would you want to learn from him? Well, I think he's undoubtedly, I think you could say he's probably the most successful designer our activity's ever seen. It's a legacy, um, really. He's a legacy person. I, you can't, you can't even describe in words or in the volume of work, and the, you know, the depth and the breadth of the entire body of work. It's, it's just incredible. 
Yeah, and the thing is, of course, when you know I got had this wonderful opportunity to talk to him to record all these conversations and he's so generous and willing to share and down to earth and i think people look at the blue devils where he's the choreographer and program coordinator and they would think you know he may be he must be some sort of huge egomaniac or unapproachable or whatever and when you when you read his book and then when you hear these conversations you will see that he's just such a normal down-to-earth guy who's very happy to share his information with everybody because he wants everybody to do better um, you know, he's in the, of course, he's in the Winter Guard International and Drum Corps International Hall of Fame. Um, and here's the thing in his bio at the end of his book, he mentions this. And this is the thing that really knocked me out, Mary. Get this. His, his, I'm reading his unprecedented competitive record includes 22 consecutive years of world class champions at Winter Guard International. So that means that 22 years in a row. It's unbelievable. He, had, he was the world, not, not just any class, the world-class champion for either Scholastic or Independent or both. And, and it, most of those are guards that he was doing. And some of them were guards where he was very involved and on the staff. But, I mean, can you imagine 22 years in a row you have one of the champions is something you've done. Like it, So if anybody needs to be convinced that they maybe need to listen to what this guy knows, like how can you beat that? Right. Even if they weren't champions, uh, of course, that's voluminous. But even if they weren't champions, you know, he has so much to teach and so much to tell and so much to share. Um, yeah. But that's the reason they're champions, because of what, um, you know, his thought process, his thinking, his all his work that he's doing. Yeah. And one of the things that was so much fun when I had these conversations with him, there's, is the, there's over five and a half hours of conversations of him. And we've created them into videos that you watch and you take the course online in your own time. And it's, it's really easy to do. You, if anybody has a computer or a phone or a tablet or whatever, can, can take the course and watch this stuff. Yeah, it's but super what, easy. what I love is a fan of the activity is, you know, he'd worked with the Skylarks, the Bridgman, State Street Review, Spirit of Atlanta, the San Jose Raiders, Blue Devils World Winter Guard, um, James Logan, of course, Blue Devils Drum and Bugle Corps, of course, the Soka Renaissance Vanguard in Tokyo. And the, what's great is he, he keeps interjecting these stories like, oh, yeah, that year that we did the Ride of Spring with the, with the Blue Devils, we did this. And, like, I'm on the edge of my seat because, you know, I'm a big fan. He talks about being involved in 1983-84 years with the Skylarks, which is an old, you know, a, a, a winter guard, one of the most famous winter guards from early years of WGI. And, like, I am eating these stories up. It's so fun to hear. It, you know, like, when I was listening and watching I, uh, you know, that show that I love inside the actor's studio. Mm. I mean, that's what I felt like I was in. I felt like I was right there listening to everything he had to say. And I was on kind of like you said, the edge of your seat. But I was also learning something. Well, right. It's, it's, it's both. So you're hearing these great stories from his career, which are really fun. But he's teaching. He's, you know, we're, we each conversation had a specific topic that I took from the book and that he wrote. You know, everybody knows his book, Forward March, that I thought was a great read. Um, but the, he, he's talking about a specific topic that we're discussing. But he throws in, oh, yeah, you know, I learned that here or that was really important this Blue Devil show in, you know, 1994 or whatever. Like, it's so, so interesting. Um, you know, it's clear that designer, anybody that's a designer, I think, would really enjoy and benefit from the course. I think if you're a Winter Guard designer or director, if you have an indoor percussion group and you're involved in any way, if you're, of course, if you're a drill writer, if you're a program coordinator, even if you're an instructor, he talks a lot about, 
you know, this is what I do with the students in the Blue Devils before we go out on the field to perform. You know, sure. like incredibly helpful behind the scenes stuff. But then I've had somebody ask me the other day, well, why would a why would somebody like a band director, you know, they're not designing their show for the most part. Why would they want to know? So I want to I want to tell you this story. Because well, this, I know why, but I want to hear the story. Well, I want to I'll start by telling the story because I couldn't believe like the day that somebody asked me that the day before I had had this very conversation. So I do a lot of consulting with bands around the country. Banders will call me and ask for advice or they'll send me their show or a video and I sort of give feedback. And it's one of the things I do. I really enjoy doing that. So I got involved with a band director in Louisiana who was trying to, um, you know, figure out how to do certain things with his show and, and the direction to take and all. And he said to me during the phone call, he said, you know, I went to college and I learned all this stuff about how to teach music, how to teach the instruments, how to do my band program, whatever. But he says, I learned nothing about putting a marching band show together. Right. I mean, like, you know, you have, maybe you have a little bit of drill design. You have one marching band techniques class or whatever. But here he is. He's sort of having to be program coordinator for his own group. He's like he's trying to wrangle the drill writer and the music choices. What show music should he choose? And what do they do with the with the flags and props? And he's, he's, he says to me on this phone call, like, I don't have any idea how to do this. Right. I mean, and nor would he. I mean, you know, you don't learn that in college. And unless you're lucky enough to maybe, you know, like for me, I was on the staff with the Phantom Regiment. And so I learned a lot of things about how shows are put together and how, you know, I, I would talk, have these conversations with John Brazali when he was writing the drill and doing the garden. You know, I learned a lot being there, but not everybody has that advantage of having a mentor or being in the middle of it all. You're so, right. Yeah. So, so I, you know, so that band director is a perfect candidate for this because Scott talks about so many practical things that would help this guy I'm mentioning, you know, figure out how to make it, how to choose the right show concept, how to choose the right music. Does he need props or not? How does he handle his staff? How does he motivate his students? Um, it's incredibly helpful, practical stuff. So one of the things I'm most proud about the course um, and anybody can find it. I don't know if I mentioned marchingartseducation.com. Just go there and you can look for it. One of the things I'm most proud about is I think there's almost anybody that does anything around the world of marching and marching arts, winter guard, marching band, drum corps, indoor percussion, mm -hmm. dance team. I think there's a lot of really helpful stuff here for them. 100% agree. Yeah. I mean, it's just like everybody. I mean, I think you need to add the word practical too. Not only helpful, practical. Yeah, I think it's really practical. Um, and one of the things we do is at the end of each topic, when we, uh, you know, we created these videos, hearing the conversation with me and Scott or one of our guests or whatever. And then at the end, there are always what we call suggested activities, which are really practical. Mary, you helped us put those together. The practical activities are practical. Yeah. But also, I think one of the things about the activities are really important, too, is you're having to reflect on some of the discussions, some of the video work, some of the conversations, some of the podcasts. Reflect on that and then put some application to yourself, like how are you going to apply this information? How can you apply this information? That's the most important thing. It's not just thinking about it or knowing about it. It's really the doing. Does it make sense to you to do something with your own band, with your own group, with your own guard? I mean, that, I think, is so incredible, too. Yeah, that was certainly one of our goals. It's not, you know, you're certainly going to be inspired, and you're going to enjoy hearing it, and you're going to hear the information he's saying. But then we wanted to give everybody, 
this taking the course. All right, here's a way you can actually implement all these ideas he just talked about. Here's specific things you can do. You know, if we're talking about designing or instructing or coaching those different roles that we take, and then we give you specific things. Go to rehearsal, watch this, you know, research this specific thing over here. Um, you know, we, we talk about how to get experience. You know, one of the very first things I talk about with Scott is he talks about how he got experience early on and how people need to go out there and get experience. Well, there's a whole list of suggested ways after his discussion of how people can go out and do that and how to how to proceed. You know, so I wanted to be really, really practical, not just listening to him talk, but also, okay, here's what he said. And now, like you said, think about it. And here are specific actions you can take, um, whether it's just take this idea, sit down with your staff and say, okay, here's this idea. Scott says, blah, 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 blah. Let's figure out how to implement that. You know, and here are exact specific ways we can put that into action with our group. And I can tell you that's exciting to me that somebody could go through the course and have these all these lists of things they can do differently. And you know what, Mary? They're going to have a better season the next time. They're just it, it, it goes without saying that whenever you you know, we're adults, we're learners, too. We forget that we our kids are learning, but we need to learn, too. Um, in order to move the kids forward. So when you learn something, it, you know, really learning is like that change in behavior. So you'll have that change in behavior and that will affect and impact your kids in a positive way, you know, for greater achievement, I think, for sure. Right. You need new ideas if you're going to do something better, if you're going to take make your group better. People are always wondering, I want to do better. I want to be better competitively. I want my students to have a better experience. I want my shows to be more effective. I want audiences to love my group better. I, you know, what do I do? How do I get that information? And there's not, in some instances, there's not a lot out there. Like I said, it's one of the reasons we have been doing all the work we've been doing. But here's this course where I feel like there's specific things that will make a difference with your group right away. You'll have more fun. You'll do a better job. You'll make yourself more valuable. And then your group will have a better time. They'll do better performances. They'll be more effective. They'll be more successful. Usually, I would think, competitively even. For example, the topics we talked about, I mentioned getting experience. Then Kathy Whitcomb, who's a wonderful um, instructor and adjudicator, joins Scott to talk about everything is dance, which was really fascinating. But, you know, this in this day and age, everybody's doing all this movement. You know, you can't just march drill anymore. That's very intimidating to band writers, But they talk about how how that works. The concept where you talk about just walking across the floor is dance. Um, mm -hmm. This really I love that whole. Yeah, yeah. So it's so practical and it's, it takes the intimidation away. And then there's specific things they suggest about here's how you get a group of students who haven't done much movement, haven't learned body work before or whatever. Here's how you introduce it. Here's the exercises you do. Here's the improvisation exercises. It's practical stuff that suddenly your group can take that next step. And here's information about how to do it. Um, I mentioned there's a, a topic about designing, instructing, and coaching, sort of the hats we wear when we're in front of our group. Designing, if an idea can be a concept. Who doesn't want to hear Scott Chandler talk about how he figures out? He has all these ideas. How does he figure out if that's the right concept for right. this year for this group? Oh, my God, Mary, that's so valuable. And uh, this is like such a, such a strange aside comment, but Scott is so funny, Tim. <laughs> yeah, that's true. People wouldn't realize yeah. Like I, 
I mean, I love listening for what I learned, but I also, he's a funny guy. I mean, it's just, it's so like the time flies when I'm listening to him too, because he is really funny. Yeah. You know, when you read his book, I thought it was a lot of fun. And, and there's, like I said, there's a lot of stories in the book. And so the same thing is true in these conversations. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we all have these ideas and we're like, well, is this the right one for my group? Or how do I turn that into a show? Or is this going to be a big mistake? We have that conversation with the guy who's maybe the best ever at figuring that out or one of the top right. for sure people at doing that. Then get this. He has a conversation. We got Jay Murphy, who's the, right. been the drill, drill writer for the Blue Devils since 1986. Amazing. They Amazing. work together on putting all these shows together. They talk about their design process. Um, the title is called Design by Play and Discovery because the idea is to release yourself from the pressure, have fun, let yourself explore, have play with your group and right. figure out. But I mean, I got to tell you, Mary, I was recording this conversation with Scott and Jay Murphy and I thought, I cannot believe I'm getting this down on tape because they're talking about how they've worked together as a team to create all those amazing Blue Devil shows. And they're getting into the weeds of it. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember when we were teaching the San Jose Raiders and we were doing this show and it was so experimental and we tried it this way. So they talk about putting together Winter Guard shows. They talk about putting together marching shows, drum corps shows. I was so excited because Jay is hard to get. He's not somebody that likes to go on on record and like you know be you don't see his picture out there a lot. And he's yeah, he is not that that person, Tim. Yeah, he's not. But he's so talented. And I was so I got to tell you, I think if people only heard like that hour of the conversation with Jay and Scott, they're sitting next to each other at Jay's house and they're talking about this is how we did this and oh yeah we did that Blue Devil show and people don't realize that. You know, the thought process behind this right of spring moment was this. And I'm just sitting here recording in my office going, oh, my God, this is so fantastic. Do you call that fan fanboying? What do you call it? Like, you... Yeah, yeah, I'm fanboying a little bit. Yeah, sometimes you, when we talk to the Skylarks people, you did the same thing, oh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Would, well, I mean, listen, I, I fanboy out all the time doing these kind of doing I'm doing a webinar with somebody or I'm doing a podcast with somebody. I mean, you know, I'm a fan. You know, like, come on, they, you talk to Michael Gaines and he's talking about, you know, what they're doing at Santa Clara this summer or talk, writing something for the Cavaliers. And it's like, how can you not be a fan? Right. How can you not? I mean, it's, he's, he's great, you know, yeah. and the same is true with Scott. Like you said, it, it's so entertaining. Anyway, the other topics we talk about, he talks about the job of the program coordinator. Of course, he's a very high profile program coordinator for Winter Guards and certainly for the Blue Devils and others. Um, so a lot of people need that skill. That's the one I would want my band director friend to listen to primarily, you know, especially, you know, this is how you put a show together. This is how you wrangle your staff. This is how you, you work with all the different personalities. You know, how many people should be in a design meeting? That's important. And people don't know, you know, and listen, Mary, have you ever been in a, in a design meeting with like 20 people? Yeah. I want to pull my hair out. Oh, and it, I there's, there with me. there's nothing worse. I mean, it's, I can't think of nothing worse. So, Anyway, you need to know how to do this stuff. And Scott just says, here's here, here's how I do it. Here's why. Here's why it works for me. Here's what I say to the people that can't be at the meeting. Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's a whole system set up. And anybody that, that hears these conversations yeah. in the course, they can get that information. He talks about competition and judges. Really interesting. Coming from Scott um, with his incredible competitive success. Um, there's a concept called desire overcomes doubt which I found to be really inspiring of your yes. desire to be out there on the field doing it 
is one of the things that helps you overcome your fears or your worries about your performance. I found that really helpful. Mm -hmm. And then there are eight different conversations about the creative process, which of course, who doesn't want to hear Scott talk about his creative process, how he puts things together, concepts within that, um, things such as hiding the counts when you're choreographing, you know, like this was fascinating to me, Mary, he's choreographing the movement for something in one of the shows. He doesn't, do it to counts. He just moves. He moves. Yeah. And he's I like, he, I'm that sorry. Mission's job to find the counts there. Well, that's exactly what he says. He says he has these wonderful people helping him, and he's like, I'm interpreting the music. I don't want to see the counts while mm-hmm. they're moving. And then he says, and then I have these wonderful people that'll go, Oh yeah, that that move right there goes on count five. And he's like, Well, great. I had no idea, but thank goodness you're here to help me. And you know, we all have these teams to help us that talk about keeping things simple, making a move your own, not just copying someone, but figuring out how to have your own voice and make it your own. Like this stuff is incredibly valuable. Um, and I just feel so fortunate to have been able to have these conversations with Scott. You know, we started this, I had, I had the recordings with, I did recordings with him. Well, first off, I, I, I read the book. I loved right. it. And exactly. I contacted him and I said, Scott, this book, is full of design advice. You know, like, I think it's really interesting to hear his story and sort of how it all happened. Mm-hmm. But, but in the, in, all throughout it, he's sharing all this divine advice, design advice. And I said, you know, would you consider letting us turn some of this into a course? And of course, he's really generous. He said, yes. So he and I did a whole Which bunch of, I'm, I'm sorry. He is. That's, that's how generous he is. Yeah. He's like, well, I love the idea of sharing this information more. And of course, more people can find out about his book, which I think is awesome. Um, but anyway, during February and March last year, 2017, I guess it was, um, we had these series of conversations over that two month period. So 16 months later, we finally have the course produced. It's been a giant amount of work, but I'm so excited about it. And I remember when we just first started the conversations, I was like, well, I can't believe I'm getting to talk to Scott Chandler about all this stuff. And I thought it was such helpful information. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's Scott now, and, and I have. It's not only Scott and you. I'm mean, like you said, Jay Murphy's there. Um, Kathy, Kathy Whitcomb, Whitcomb. Right. And also Courtney Mills from Color Guard EDU. Mills, She's right. a part of the conversation. So there's a lot of other people that are part of it. Um, but mostly it's me going, okay, Scott, on page 189, you said this about mm-hmm. how you figure out show ideas. And then, you know, and I would read maybe a little clip of it or he would, and then we talk about it. And I was just so excited because not only was it a great idea in the book, but then he expands on it. And I can go, now, wait a minute, how do you do that? And he explains. Sure. So anyway, I'm clearly very excited and enthusiastic about it. I think it's such great information. I'm so proud to have it out there. I encourage everybody to go to marchingartseducation.com, click on the courses, and um, find it and look at it. There's tons of things on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, where there's clips from the course where you can sort of see how practical and helpful it is and sort of what it looks like. Um, And I hope people consider taking it because I just think, like I said before, I think it's going to be helpful to so many different people, no matter what they do. Right. I agree. I, I found it practical on so many different levels, even with my work life, Tim. You know, right. you know, I'm in education, but not a music education, but I still found things that I could practice. Well, yeah. I mean, he talks about working with students, motivating students, mm-hmm. um, getting students past 
their fears or concerns or problems. You know, like one of the, just a little aside, one of the things I love that he says is, he says, I'm never upset when anybody makes a mistake at practice. He says, because what, what you want to do is you want them to make every possible mistake. You want everything that, that can go wrong to go wrong in the rehearsal. Because, I, is that we, smart? We have, uh, we have talked about that. It might have been with him, too, about that. You know, so many kids are afraid to make, make mistakes when you don't allow mistakes. And that leads to even greater mistakes and huge ones. Yeah, it's so paralyzing. And, and his whole concept is... Um, no, make every mistake you can in rehearsal. Then you're learning, well, if that happens, I know how to get out of it. You know, I know what to do. I know how to recover. Um, and so he, he's like, you know, you don't want to be surprised in a performance when something suddenly goes wrong. So he's right. like, let's let that prop fail or have a problem um, in rehearsal. And then we're like, oh, well, now let's fix this. You know, now we know that's going on or this something's not working in the show or you're having a problem with that toss. Great. Let's solve that here in rehearsal. You know, sure. those kinds of just basic educational things that you, like you said, you could take that into any classroom and, and, and really, really get something out of that. Yeah. We don't punish students for learning. We teach students. Yeah. You know, and just understanding what your job is at each moment, how to deal with the students, how to, you know, how to deal with your design team, how to put the shows together, like all this stuff that everybody deals with all the time. And as I said before, I think we're not taught how to do it. Yeah, you know, people, people don't know how to do all those things I just said. They don't know how to wrangle their guard staff. They don't know how to how to talk to their drill designer. They don't know how to put programs yeah. together. How do you decide what show to, is the right show for your group? All mm -hmm. those things are talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm just so proud of the information. So, everybody, and you should be. yeah, thank you. You should be. So, Scott Chandler, design advice from Forward March. Incredibly practical. So many different people that can get, be helped by it. Everybody go to marchingartseducation.com, click on the courses, find it there. Um, Mary, thanks for having this conversation. Is there anyone, anything you want to say about the course or Scott? No, I just, I see the immediate practicality about it. And I just, I um, fell in love with the emotional quality of the course too. Like I felt so connected to him. And um, that is such a great, I think you've done an amazing job with this coursework, Tim. It's absolutely emotional and practical all at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does to me because I've, I've, I know it, you know, and I'm so familiar with it. And I totally agree. Thank you for saying that. I totally agree with that. And, you know, I think people are like, oh, do I have the time and the money to invest in something like this? But mm -hmm. to me, you know, we spend so much time and energy, so much of our being, our substance on trying to put these shows together to have a better color guard, to have a better marching band, to have a better drumline show, um, you know, why not learn from the guy who's the very best at it? Mm -hmm. uh, I think that the investment will pay off in spades. And I know that because I know the course so well. I've worked on it so long and I know how helpful and practical the information is. So I hope people will really think about investing in it, investing their time and their money to, to access it. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have any question in my mind. They'll think it's the best time and money they've ever spent. <laughs> it's so practical. Right. Bravo. Thank you, Mary, for having this conversation. And um, it's always fun to talk to you. The first 20 students to sign up for this new course will get 20% off the tuition cost by using coupon code Scott Chandler at checkout at marchingartseducation.com. Take advantage of this huge savings by signing up today. One great idea can change your life. Make your group more successful by making yourself more valuable. 
Marching Arts Education is the site you can trust, with information from experts at the very top of our activity. Get great ideas from Matt Harloff, Scott Chandler, Paul and Sandy Rennick, Greg Lagola, Michael Klesch, Joey Powell, Rick Subel, Tim Newburn, and many others. Marching Arts Education is also the home of Color Guard EDU, the Dynamic Marching Band by Wayne Markworth, and the valuable course Ethics and Risk Management. Find out more and start learning from the trusted experts at marchingartseducation.com.